0: Grinders. Welcome to DFS Free Game Show here on Roto Grinders. I'm Jordan Cooper, uh, aka Blender and Blender HD. If you want to follow me there on Twitter and it's Casual Friday, we're back. We're back. We took two days off, right? We're going to take two days off next week also. And then we got NBA and then we got tons of stuff to talk about, right? I'm not going to sit here and say the same things over and over on Wednesday and Thursday when there's not much going on. So, uh, so it's Casual Friday answering questions from the YouTube chat. As always, I see you guys in there, Anthony Golden, Sterling Woods, Suki Singh, Daniel Hutchings, Josh, Josh Duck. Josh Duck. Is that is that is that your real last name? Or it maybe we have a duck. We have a quacker in there. Uh Colin Lawson, Matt Mears. Uh, we got we got a Devin. Devin's here. Devin typically does not produce this show. He's obviously, I don't know, doing employee evaluation or something. I don't know. Did I, I'm, ba- I'm on bad behavior break or something? I have no idea. It's a special day. Uh, so click on those uh, thumbs up. I'm gonna wave, wave my thumbs at you. Wave, thumb, 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 thumb. Give me those thumbs. Thummy, thumb thumb, thumb. little thumb wrestling, whatever. Click the thumbs up button. Hit the subscribe button if you're new here. Notification bell to know when we go live. Um, yes, but we we got an NFL slate coming up uh, this uh, this Sunday, and I I've, ba- I've kind of barely looked at it. I've kind of barely looked at it. But this is this is when this is when I start looking at stuff. Right? You start researching it but researching it doesn't mean I'm going to go in and take a look and I'm going to, Oh, let me take a look at the Trevor Lawrence film from the past game. No, 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 no. I don't care about any of these people. Right. I research it through the projections through the pre we got the ownership. We got, we got the, the median floor ceiling projections here. And I just want to run lineups to see what, what shows up, what shows up. So what, one thing that I like doing is I like aggregating projections, right? Cause I have the blitz from Derek Hardy. I trust, his uh, modeling methodology, but our grin iron IQ projections are pretty good. Jamino's behind them, uh, so uh, so sometimes I want to I want to aggregate them together, and you can do that now in lineup HQ, right? If you have your own projections, you can upload anything. You hey, if you get projections from somewhere else, right? Maybe you subscribe to multiple sites, and you want to oh I'll, I'm going to aggregate them all together, you know, weight them out. You could average them. You could do whatever you want. So like uh. With the grid iron and IQ and the Blitz projections, I could go here and I could create my own aggregate. So if I want fifty percent weight on the Blitz and fifty percent weight on the grid iron IQ projections, I could create my own aggregate projections. We could call we could call them uh, the 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 grid the grid cardi the grid cardi the grid card the, bl- the Blitz the bl- the grid Blitz the Blitz iron no Blitz iron IQ. Let's call it the Blitz iron IQ right? We could name it whatever we want, Blitz Iron IQ. Uh, you could also aggregate stuff and keep it uh, even when the, up, when the projections are updated. So what I, what I mean is that your aggregate will not be updated, but you could save. So what uh, sometimes I do is that I'll aggregate a bunch of sources together on like Friday night. And then I'll aggregate them together and call it the you know, the, the Friday night version of that. And then like Saturday night, I have a Saturday night, night version just to keep, keep myself in check on what version of my aggregate is it. Or you could have different aggregates. You can do whatever you want. But sometimes, you know, n- the naming convention, you could, keep, you could hold on to it. You could. Yeah, I could aggregate this different ways. You know, I could do the Blitz Iron IQ 80-20 or 50-50 or 20-80 or whatever I want and then just do multiple aggregates if you wanted to do it. I'm not saying you would, but if you did, you can. So I'm gonna I'm gonna save this projection set. I'm gonna weight the Blitz by fifty and the Gridiron IQ by fifty percent. I'm gonna save it here. It's gonna now aggregate them all together, right? If you have multiple other sources, you could weight them any way you want. I want this at twenty percent, that at ten percent, this at twenty thirty percent, whatever whatever you want to do. I'm not saying you can you have to do this, but some some projection sets have you know skew a little in, in certain directions may have some outliers and maybe you want to smooth that out a little So okay so we got the blitz iron iq projections let's get that loaded as i go in the youtube chat uh casual question from michael dampier do you use defense deflated or defense agnostic is there every reason you vacillate between them the, the, the blitz projections have separate sets. If you wanted to use uh, defense deflated or defense agnostic defense deflated just means that, that if we see, if we see at the defense, like the defense projections are so like they're the most variant position and the differences between them are not that dramatic. So like in our aggregate right here, that the blitz iron IQ, uh, it'll give me a, a lot of Eagles, Raiders, Washington Cowboys. I mean, cause it, out of these, it projects the best point per dollar, you know, salary adjusted value, and not give me much of the Broncos at 4,200 or the Bears at 3,200. Right? You're not going to get much of them. So if you want to, if you want to uh, make these cluster together, right? That they still they're they're still weighted. They still you know defenses project better than other defenses, but you don't want it to be as dramatic then you would do defense deflated. Right. So if you go to defense deflated, I'll, I'll switch between them. I'll I'll, I'll show you. So if you go to defense deflated, you'll see once this loads up, go to defense, go to RGV. They're much closer together. I mean, from from the blitz. The good defenses still project better, but, like, look at the get. Like, there's no, like, there's not, here's the lowest. The four-point projection over here, just the range is narrower. So you're more likely to get different defenses. Now, if you do agnostic, that means all defenses basically project the same for their themselves. They're essentially all the same. So if you spend 4,200, you get the same amount of points. So if we go here, we could see here just by RGV, like they're all like, we. I mean, they don't. They shouldn't, Patriots shouldn't be 12.25. They're not going to project that well, but they're 4,900, 4,700. So from a point per dollar, you could see from the point per dollar column, like they're all the same. I don't know why the Raiders are a little bit, a little bit off. So you use defense agnostic if you just said, Like literally just obliterate the defensive projections and just whatever fits. Like it'll be an exact, whatever. If you, you're going to get an even amount depending on obviously the player salaries and the rest of your lineup, as you would, it's whatever, it's whatever you want to do. I don't mind using the actual, uh, the actual defensive projections, but I mean, I control my exposure through other means through, you know, max exposure. But if you don't want to do that, then you could just use defense agnostic and it'll just jam in whatever jam in whatever fits if, if you wanted to do that. So that's why Cardi does give you those two options. But I'm aggregating the two. For, for this purposes today, I'm aggregating the, the gridiron IQ and the blitz projections together. And what I'm going to do is like, okay, I, I, I have no idea what's going on on this slide. Okay, I have some idea, but not, not that much. But in GPPs, we're primarily stacking in some way, right? We're playing a team, we're playing a game, right? So the lineups that are going to project the best are going to be ones that have the, mo- the highest projected players for their salary that are all in the same game. So we could do that. We could look at that. We go to the flex position and we could do that game by game if we want. We could go to New Orleans, Washington and go, you know, we look at salary adjusted plus minus. Right, which is the RGB we have here at uh of grinders, and go who projects well in this game? Well, really, like Kamara and Samuel and maybe a little, maybe McGorrine, right? So we're looking for, for green numbers, right? That project well. Doesn't mean you can't, doesn't mean you can't play guys that are that are down here, but it's like who projects well that the term well, okay? Go to New England and Houston. Okay, actually has Jacoby Myers, Brandon Cooks, Damian Harris. Okay. We're gonna be playing multiple of these guys together. Detroit, Minnesota, right? Has four that are green. Right? We could and we could go one by one. We could go, okay, my how many of these? Okay, we got four green here. Now you could do that one by one. We could we could predict what, what's gonna end up happening when I when I do this. Like we go to Dallas Giants. Look how many green are here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, right that project well have a positive salary adjusted value so most likely if you're going to stack if you're going to play like three guys from one side and one guy from the other side they're going to come if you don't if you don't touch anything right you don't sit you know you're just trying to build the highest projected lineups they're all going to come they're going to come from the games that have more players that are together that project well so based on this uh, this uh, aggregate, it's most likely uh, the uh, the Giants uh, Cowboys game, and we could see that by test testing that out. So instead of going one by one through all the games and going, hmm, how do these pieces fit? We could we could let's just run some lineups. Okay, now I'm gonna run this lineup. I'm gonna run a stack. I don't care, like a quarterback and two. It doesn't matter. I'm I'm doing this. Remember, I'm doing this just for research. Not these are the lineups I'm gonna build. So I'm taking three players from one team and two players from the other team, right? And 100% of my lines, three, two, I'm probably not going to play any three, two lineups unless it's a really small field, but basically I'm saying what five, what games have five players including the quarterback that project well together. So these are the, these are the games that are most likely to, to target for stacking. Okay. So instead of doing three one, I'm just going to do three two. I'm just going to say like, give me five guys. Good hell, give me six guys, just so I see what games stand out. What how like we saw from the the Giants Cowboys, right? You could go game by game and go, ah, oh, well, there's a lot of people that project well for the salary in this game. Most likely, that's going to be a good game to stack, right? So I'm going to build. I'm going to build a hundred lineups. With this, like, if I, if I didn't do what I just did before, looking through game by game, I could just go straight to this and go, I've not, I, don't, I don't know what's going on on the slate. I don't know what the team totals are. I don't know anything. I have no clue what's going on. It's like, okay, I just want to see, uh, since I'm going to be prob- probably stacking something, right, in some regard, even if it's a skinny stack, right, I want to see what games stand out from a projection standpoint. So I'm going to build 100 lineups with these 3-2 combinations, just to see just seeing remember i'm not not using these lines i'm just seeing what games stand out that have multiple players in it that project well so i can have good projected lineups i don't care about the ownership at this point either i'm just that's all i'm doing going through the youtube chat uh weast if i tried my own excel formula for the first time last week and i predicted a large majority of the best players Per dollar, should I just stick with that, or was it luck? I don't know. I don't know what your, I don't know what your model is. I have no idea. But you're not really, predi- you're not predicting outcomes. You're just, you're just looking for ranges of outcomes, median projections. But I, I have no idea. I, how am I supposed to be able to tell? Was it luck? I don't know. But like I said, you're, you're not try- You're not using anything to predict outcomes. Oh, I predicted this at 17, and he got 18. Oh, I was close. Like, that's that's really not what this is. Okay, so it, as I expected, we go to the quarterback. Daniel Jones and Dak Prescott in 100% of the lines, right? We can take a look at Daniel Jones, CeeDee Lamb, Ari Cooper, Evan Engram, Kenny Galladay, all together, right? 152. I mean, it's, they're high on lineups, obviously. This is going to be probably the most popular game right? We could look through, but well, I don't care about the lineups. I just care about like the game. Okay. So we, obviously I went through it before and I went game by game and go, Oh, there's a lot of people in the green in this game. So what do you know when you want to force five guys from the same game in that's going to project? Well, it's going to be, what game has the most green players in it? Okay. But now, okay. Now we, we got this. So I was go, okay, well, obviously I'm, pr- I'm probably not going to play, you know, all my lineups with this game. So let's see if there are other games now, since the quarterback is the linchpin of stacks in general for the entire game, for what you're doing here, let's try to just cut this off. Right. I don't even care about the unique players, one player, unique player. Let's cut this off at 20%. Okay. Which means based on this, we're going to get 20% Daniel Jones. We're going to get 20% Dak, but who do we get in the rest? Hmm. Well, who could it be? Right. So I'm going to run this again and go. Okay, we already we already identified the Cowboys Giants game. Okay, remember we just you could just walk up the walk up. You could you know whatever sit at your computer type it in whatever and go up to the lineup. You could do this. You could do this at 90 minutes before on Sunday. Like I've never looked at the slate. I have no idea what's going on. And just just you could do this simple research right then, and go, okay, what what are the best games to stack? Regardless of ownership, that's the next step. But just to see, just like what players project well together in the same game. So you don't have to guess on that. You could just go, you look at the projections and see what it is. How do they fit together? Matt Hackenmiller, when entering a 20 max, are you more likely to focus on one or two stacks or spread it out to six or seven sets? And that question does not matter. Do whatever you want. Just play 20 plus CV plus lines. What you're asking is a, is a matter of diversification, not strategy. Will I play? Can I play six or seven stacks out of in, in 20 lines? Sure. If there are if, if you could if that's seven stack, if there's a lineup that is as good as the other stacks, then, then play it. But I'm not purposely going to play a lineup that's way worse. Just for the sake of having diversification. You have to figure that out. So if you wanted to play 20 lineups with the same game stack, with different go, that's fine. If they're plus EV lineups, go for it. Just realize that all your eggs are in that one basket. If you could find other lineups that have other games that are close to those lineups, then you could play those other lineups. Okay, let's take a look at what it comes out. Okay, so we got the we got the Prescott, we got Jones, we got Tom Brady. So we got the 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 Tampa, the Tampa game. I'm assuming a lot of these lineups are going to have Fournette in it, also, right? So we're going to get right since we just with like, who, who's in there? So I got Brady, Fournette, Godwin. Are there any Brady lineups without Fournette? Probably not. So I didn't, I didn't cap anything. Because Fournette projects well at running back at 5,200. Doesn't mean, I mean, you can play them together. That's fine. I'm just looking. Okay, so we got some Tom Brady. We got some Jagobi Brissett. Interesting. Right? Interesting. Let's take a look at what these look like. As a three plus two if we were to do this, right? Miami at Tampa Bay, right? So you'd play Brissett, Waddle, Gusecki, Fournette, Brown. Right? See, this looks good. Brissette, Waddle, do we have any, like, Parker in there? Does Parker show up at all? But any Parker. Let's put my team. Okay, so we got some Devontae Parker, right? Right, Parker, Brady, Fournette Par- as the run backs. Okay, so that's 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 another game. So just based on running the running the the lineups, I go. Okay. Miami versus Tampa Bay looks pretty good. Let's go to count. How about Trevor Lawrence? Okay, so this is Jackson versus this is Jacksonville versus Tennessee. Right, so you play Lawrence Robinson, Chenault, Firth, or Henry. You know, say so some combination of that. Chenault, 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 Marvin Jones. Okay, so Jacksonville, Tennessee, because you could also play Henry, who's who's going to be chalky. Robinson is also going to be chalk. Right, both running backs in the game are going to be uh, over twenty percent owned based on our current ownership. So, so that's another game. From a projection standpoint, that you could target, just based on the, the projections that you have, Trey Lance. Let's see, San Francisco, Arizona. Okay, I mean that seems doable. It doesn't come up as much, right? We limit it to to twenty percent. So now let's let's limit it to. Let's try to try, try to get a little bit even more. And remember, we're doing three plus two. We're probably not going to play three plus two lineups. I'm just trying to find the games that have the most amount of high projected for their salary players together. That, that's all I'm looking for. So now let's set quarterback max exposure to 15, right? So obviously we, we set it to 15. We should get, right? We should get Brady at 15, Dak at 15, Daniel Jones at 15, Brissett at 15. We'll get Trevor Lawrence at 15. then then we're going to start seeing these guys start coming up a little bit more, right? So we want to see where, where those guys stand. So let's build 100 lineups. This is research. This is not, you're not building these lineups. These lineups, you're not playing these lineups. You're just doing research on the games. What players project well together. Then you can worry about ownership later. let's see, we're up to 45. I'll talk a little bit about MMA. I know people like on Fridays, it's going to be hard. MMA, we already have a replacement fight, right? Uh, Deron Wynn is, is out and Chris Curtis is in. That got announced like an hour and a half ago. And then they still don't have the Sil- uh, Silvana Juarez in the player, who's facing, uh, who's she facing? Lupi Godinez. So I don't even know. I don't even know what's going on. Are we, we going to get those fighters? Well, I don't even know what the prices are. Like I see on my sheet, like I have Silvana gomez Juarez. at 7,600. I don't, we don't even know if that's the price. Darren Wynn was there at 7,200. Is Chris Curtis just going to come in and have a $7,200 price tag? I don't know. DraftKings has to add these players. So I don't even know. I don't, it's hard to even tell. Because now you can't even go by ownership. You can't cut the way. I mean, what, that, what, I, what can I do now? Now I can't really do much. Okay, so we built a hundred lineups. Okay, we we did that thing with with the fifteen percent off, as we expected. Trevor Lawrence fifteen percent, fifteen Brady 15, Dak fifteen, Daniel Jones fifteen. Then we start getting Burrow, Mac Jones, right? Burrow, Mac Jones, Tannehill, Lance, Mayfield. So we'll have a Joe Burrow. Okay, that's Cincinnati at that's uh, at Dream Bay. Burrow, T- Higgins, Uzoma, Lazard, Adams. Got some pieces in there. Not the greatest of pieces, but some pieces. The thing that's noticeable in a lot of this, what's the most noticeable thing? Okay? Trey Lance, who's going to be popular. The lineups don't project that well. Like Trey Lance as a quarterback for 5,700 projects very well. Like in cash games, if you're going to play him. Okay, I see that. But the other side, it's like in in combination doesn't project as well, right? We go to the the best Trey Lance lineup. We get 136 in this formation and you three plus two, which you're probably not going to do. So 136, Trevor Lawrence, 145, Brissett, 146, Brady, 146, Prescott, 152, Daniel Jones, 152, So Lance, 136, that's a, that's a significant projection difference, right? If we go to that game, we go to that flex position, right? We go to San Francisco, Arizona, just a decent total. Like no one, like, look at this. I mean, you could tell just from the RGVs, like for their prices. It's like, yeah, the quarterback, quarterback project, the quarterback's project very well. But on the other side, just at their prices, Edmonds at 5,900, Hopkins at 76, Debo at 71, Kittle at 56, A.J. Green at 51. Like those pieces are the ones that don't in comparison to the rest of the slate. So I have to, I would have to think with the quarterback being popular, people are going to play these guys. 10% Edmonds, 11% Samuel, 11% Kittle. That this, this may be the game that's over them. The quarterback looks good. If we go by all quarterbacks, I mean, Trey Lance projects well for a sell. I mean, look, he's at the in the, our aggregate, he's the fourth highest from salary, adjusted value plus minus. Dana Jones is number one. Ben Prescott, then Prescott and Murray, like both of these guys, Murray and Lance are one, are three and four. Yet the stack does not project well. Now, now let's say we we bring it down. So now we're not going to play three plus two. We're going to play three plus one, right? And we're going to play without a, with not pairing a quarterback with their running back. So we don't get the Brady for net teams. So we're doing it a little bit, a little bit more, more like the type of lineup that you'd be building. So I'm going to do three plus ones. I'm going to keep the, the quarterback exposure to 15, just so we get a, you know, we'll fill those up. We're probably going to get Dak. We're going to get Dane. We're going to get a lot of the same guys. But let's let's see, let's see if those Lance lineups come up now that we're not trying to force so many people in. And let's see if the Brady lineups come out decently when Fournette is not the, the guy that you're putting in. Probably I'm, I'm assuming Brissett, Brissett's still gonna be hot because what's gonna end up happening is that Fournette, you're gonna get the three plus one Brissette. You're gonna do Brissett Waddle Gazicki and Fournette as the run back. I'm still expecting these dolphins to show up well. The Brady lineups will still show up, but I'm probably not as well as the Brissette lineups. And we still have the the Dak and Daniel Jones lineups will still be there. Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence. You'll still get the run, right? Because you'll still get Derrick Henry in there. So I expect Trevor Lawrence to show up as well. So let's build a hundred lineups like that. I'm getting more of a sense of where Trey Lance fits in and Kyler Murray fit fit in Because yeah, if you try to jam in five guys from the game, and the game doesn't project well from a player by player basis. The more that you add to it, the le- the worse the lineup gets. So now we're taking one of those guys out and go, okay. Now how much closer are those stacks to the other stacks? So we're running these lineups. Benjamin Saint Germain. When you say Train Lance is going to be popular, do you mean in terms of ownership? Well, yeah. I mean, what else would I mean? He's gonna he's gonna be popular in what in the in the cafeteria? I mean, like, we're talking about DFS here. What else? What other type of popularity would we be talking about? He's gonna be popular. He's gonna get all the chicks. I don't I don't know. Yes, ownership. But I don't I don't know. Yes, popular meaning people that play DFS in, in GPP contests will be picking. Okay, so we got ninety five. Okay, so let's take a look. Let's look at tons of Fournette. Right. Go to quarterbacks. Oh, now we're getting Burrow. Now, now, now that we we knocked out, you know, so we don't have to get two run backs. Now we're not getting as much much uh, Brady anymore, right? Brady Brown Godwin Gizecki, right? You're not getting as much. You're getting more Brissett, right? So you can play Fournette on the other side, right? You get Daniel Jones, Dak Prescott. That's easy. But we are getting Burrow now, right? Devonte Adams. And he played Barrow with two pass catches. Boyd Higgins, Chase probably more Boyd than Higgins, or Zoma at three thousand. So now he comes up. Mac Jones, only because Jacoby Myers projects very well. Mac Jones, Jacoby Myers, Johnu Smith, Brandon Cooks revenge game, right? If you want to call it that. Now that's one of the lowest totals on the slate, but I mean. If you just went by totals, you'd be like, why am I playing Mac Jones? But according to this, the Mac Jones lineups actually, they actually project well. Right? So we wouldn't, we wouldn't have known this. But we take a look at Trey Lance, dude. One lineup, 134. Right? I took, I took away the ability for a slot. So I didn't have to force two run backs, and I still barely get any Trey Lance right? So compare them, compare the quarterback stacks because these are going to be lineups that look more like what you're playing, right? Three plus ones. So Burrow, 145. Mac Jones, 146. Brissett, 146. Daniel Jones, 152. Prescott, 153. Like these Cowboys-Giants lineups are going to project higher than anyone else. Brady, 145. Rodgers, 145. Herbert, 144. Cousins, 144. Trey Lance, 130, 134. We're still getting, I mean, the Trey Lance lineups do not project well. When you're combining a run back and everything now, okay, let's say, now let's take away the run backs. And you go, okay. Who says you have to play a run back at all? You're just going to play a quarterback with two pass catches and that's it. Okay, let's take a look at that. The cap The quarterback's at 15%, just so we filled them up. If we didn't do that, we'd get all the, uh, the Daniel Jones and Dak Prescott. So I'm, I'm sc- scraping away. We found out that these Mac Jones lineups, three plus one, they, they project just as good as some of these other lineups. And this is one of the lowest total games. I don't know what the, I don't know the ceiling, maybe it's not there. But I can't. I can't ignore it. I can't ignore the fact that Mac Jones lineups, Mac Jones plus two pass catchers plus uh, a, a run back in that game, Brandon Cooks or whatever. I can't ignore it, that. That the lineups as a whole project well, as well as on any of the other lineups. How would I, how would I have known that without running these lineups? That's why I'm running the lineups. That's why I'm seeing. So when people say, how do you target? what games do you target? Like what I'm, I'm doing it. Now, do I have to run these lineups in order to see that? No, I, I mean, I could, I could look just by looking at the players. But if you want to run the lineups like this, you can't. And I can see immediately that the Cowboys Giants game is going to project well as a whole playing a game stack. But Now we're just doing no run back, right? So we're not worried about the other side of the game. We're just worried about a quarterback and two pass catches, And we're still not even getting, we got a little bit more Trey Lance, but not that much. Now we're getting Justin Herbert, more of him. Herbert, Allen, Cook. The problem is, is that Cleveland doesn't have much on the other side, right? We weren't getting much Justin Herbert before because we needed a Cleveland run back in that, those types of lineups. So looking here, obviously that Jones and Prescott, we still have Mac Jones. Right. So we're not forcing in Brandon Cooks or anything. They still project well. Getting more Kirk Cousins, Cousins, Osborne, Conklin, if you want to play that combination. Right. But these Trey Lance lineups, I mean, now you get some. Now, now Trey Lance is within the realm when you don't have to force back an Arizona player. Right. Now we're getting him at 145. Right. So Herbert, 147. We can see here, like Herbert, 147 is a good lineup, but it doesn't include a Browns player. Because if we go back to the previous build where we did three plus ones, we're going to go to the Herbert one, right? We only got two in 100, right? 144. So it didn't project horribly, but it, it needed Austin Hooper because you needed to run back, right? Austin Hooper. So like these lineups, like Herbert as a three plus one, 144 but as a 3 plus 0 is a 147. So this is the type of thing you'd look at and go, "Hmm, if I do play Chargers, maybe I I don't need Chargers lineups don't need a run back, right? Or you take a look at even the Trey Lance lineups and go, "If I play this tra- Trey Lance with an Arizona player, like I I can't get highly projected lineups as much. So maybe for the Trey Lance, I don't need a run back." So when people ask like when do you need a run back when you don't need a run back? Doesn't mean you can't do it, but it's more likely that you don't because you're you're just adding poorer projected players to your lineup for the sake of correlation. And is that correlation going to make up for the, the gap in projection? In the cases that we're looking at, probably not. If we get some Taylor Heineke that we didn't, weren't getting before, right, because New Orleans pretty much doesn't project well. Right, so Heineke, Samuel, Ricky Seals, Jones... Very cheap, right? Three thousand for Samuel, twenty five hundred for Jones. The problem is, is that there's no New Orleans players that project well enough. That makes the stack work out. So if we go to the previous one, I'm not even sure if we got any Taylor Heineke in hundred lines. So these these were the three plus ones. Now we didn't get any. Right. So in the three plus one construction, you didn't get any any Heineke in the top hundred. But in the three plus zeros without the runback, we could see here got eight. That's primarily because well, we're not now we're not forcing in a New Orleans player. Now let's say we go to even even further extreme. We're not even doing two pass catchers. We're just doing one pass catcher, just a quarterback and a pass catcher. That's it. Maybe how about a quarterback, a pass catcher, and a runback? Right? Because before we were doing Three, we did three plus twos, we did three plus ones, we did three plus zeros. So how about a two plus one? Right, this would be a skinny stack with a run back. So we'll we'll build a hundred lineups like that, and see what comes up. Obviously, we're going to get a lot of. We are. We already know what we're going to get. A lot of. We're going to get a lot of Dak. We're going to get a lot of Daniel Jones. We're going to get a lot of Jacoby Brissett. We're going to get some Tom Brady. Like the stuff from before. If they they projected well three plus two, they they project well for these also. They're going to run these and and, and see what comes up in these constructions. Uh, Heat Nation Blender on last night's showdown slate with Carson out playing Cup was the correct move. That didn't work out. I well, it depends on the lineup. There's no such thing as a correct move. There's no such thing as a move. You have to lineups, not players. Uh, Dave Spag, what's your approach with building lineups for single games, specifically games with MVP? Are you talking about Fanduel, uh, Fanduel showdown slates? Play if you look at the lineup and you like it, then it's a bad line. You have to look at your lineup and think that how is how, why am I throwing money away? If you're thinking that if you're playing large field contests on Fanduel, even DraftKings for these showdown slates, if you look at your lineup and and you feel good inside, then it's a hot. It's going to be duplicated eight hundred million times. If you look at the lineup and go, I'm not sure if I'm just literally taking money and throwing it in the toilet. That's a lineup you should be playing. Look, the winning lineup, uh, solo winner on Fanduel yesterday, had Geno Smith in the flex spot, a backup quarterback. Okay, do, do you have to get that nuts? No, you could have played Michelle in that. Actually, no one had the optimal in on Fanduel yesterday. Was that li- the lineup that won with Geno Smith? Could have played Sony Michelle for an extra point and been higher. And he was much more of a viable play than the backup quarterback to Russell Wilson. So yeah, you should be playing lineups like that. Oh, let's see. Okay. So we, so we're running these skinny stacks. These are, these are now two plus ones. So we're running through there. We get Burrow, Jones, Brissett, Prescott, Jones, uh, Daniel Jones, Trevor Lawrence. Then we get more Aaron Rodgers, which makes sense. Right? Because now we're not forced to put in a second Packer. So Rogers, Adams, Higgins. You don't get as much Brady as I would have expected,
1: right? Brady, Brown, Waddle.
0: We still get a lot of Mac Jones, though. Jones, Myers, Cooks. So you go through here Burrow, 148. Jones, 149. Brissett, 149. Dak Prescott, 153. Daniel Jones, 153. Trevor Lawrence, 147. Rodgers, 147. Kirk Cousins, 147. Drew Locke. Here's a Drew Locke lineup. Skinny stack. So Drew Locke obviously does not make sense. We didn't see Drew Locke in, in any of the three plus ones or anything like that. So probably Drew Locke is more likely to be utilized as a single stack. Derek Carr. More likely to be used as a single stack. He wasn't coming up in the top 100 for any of the other ones here. Okay, but we still get some Jones and Burrow and we got some of these guys. Okay, now what's the easiest way to stack? No run back, just, right? Just a quarterback and a, and a wide receiver a tight end. And that's it. So let's take a look at those lineups. This is, re- to me, this is research. This is what you should be doing. What do lineups look like? This is before you take into account ownership, just to just to see what projects well together. Instead of having to go, oh, I'm gonna play this guy and then, then that guy and then, then this guy, and I don't know about that. And dude, just run the lineups. Just run the lineups and see. Right? You know, you're looking throughout the people, look, oh, on Tuesday, they're already looking at the slate. They're already, why? Dude, wait till you can wait till Sunday morning and do this if you want just run the lineups and see dude do you think going into the slate i would i would be, i would have considered to play mac jones with one of the lower totals right i mean what is the total of that game it's horrible it's 39 and a half total game i would have just x'd them out right if i if i didn't run lineups i would have x'd them out now obviously we don't know what the ownership right we have to still look at the ownership of those lineups most people would have looked at a 39 and a half point total game and was like, How do you stack that game? According to the projections, it, it, it's, it's a candidate based on the pricing. Am I going to be heavily invested in that game? Probably not, but I mean, it gives me an option. Would I have gone into this slate going, Well, Jacoby Brissett, a Dolphin stack with a Tampa Bay run back? Hmm, people may be thinking about playing Tampa Bay. They go, oh, I'll play Brady, I'll play Brown, I'll play Godwin. You know, something like that, and run it back. It's like, why don't I just play the Brissette side? Hmm. Maybe people aren't going to do that. So I, mean, I wouldn't have known. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have thought about it. So now we're just doing simple stacks here. You know? So no runbacks, no nothing. So you're getting a lot of more Herbert, right? Still, you get a lot of Mac Jones. Mac Jones projects pretty well in our in our little aggregate here, and you get more Trey Lance, obviously, with the, since you're not forcing in so many other people from the game. So this is what you could see. So what do we learn from this? You learn, go based on this, I'm much more likely to play Justin Herbert without a Cleveland runback. Much more likely to play Trey Lance without runbacks or Taylor Heineke without runbacks, right? I'm more likely to play, actually I'm more likely to play Brady and Brissett with runbacks, right? Because here, look, when we do the simple stack, right, the, just quarterback and wide receiver, Look at Brissette. Brissette isn't here. Brissette doesn't show up.
1: We go back one to the two plus ones.
0: Brissette shows up a ton. Only because, obviously, these lineups, the Tampa Bay player is Leonard Fournette in a running back slot. Or or Antonio Brown, I guess. Maybe in some.
1: That's
0: what helps the entire lineup. And you're playing players from the same game. So this Brissette Gazeki Fournette lineup or the three plus one or something like that is way better than if you're gonna play, oh, I'm gonna play Jacoby Brissett, but without any Tampa Bay run backs. Well, based on our projections, those lineups are actually worse. So Brissett is the type of type of quarterback that you'd be building three plus ones with or two plus ones, but not. Not naked, not uh, just simple stacks. Yet Herbert on the other end would be the opposite. You play Herbert and not in a three plus one, but in a two plus just Herbert and a pass catcher. Oh, okay, right. So when you go build your stacks now, you could put put in different types of stacks and click on the teams that you want this types of stacks from. How would you know? How would you know which combinations to do this? Well, look, I'm showing you the process. This is using the aggregate of the of the blitz and the gridiron IQ projections. Remember, you're using your own projection set. Yours from somewhere else or whatever. Maybe maybe these players project slightly different. Some guys may be slightly higher. Some guys may be slightly lower. Maybe those Herbert stacks with the Browns run back, right? Maybe the Browns project better, slight slightly enough better in uh, in your projection set that. Oh, that, you know, Odell Beckham Jr. comes up or something, or, you know, Nick Chubb comes up more. And now you're, now those lineups look better. Oh, okay. That's fine. Maybe you're going to aggregate from six different sources. And okay, do that also. I'm just saying, based on the numbers that I have in front of me, once you have the numbers, once you're satisfied with, here are the projections, the next job is just putting them together mathematically. That's it. You're not trying to do anything else. So in utilizing the stacks feature in lineup HQ, and then just running lineups, 100 lineups, 200 lineups, 300 lineups, whatever you want. Finding which combinations go together better. Now, if we were to save some of these lineups, right? Let's let's save some of these lineups. Uh, Okay, so do we have Daniel? Okay, these are three plus twos. We're probably not going to play three plus two, but we could. I mean, you could.
1: Okay, so I'm going, to, I'm going to save a whole bunch of. Them. This may take a minute. Uh, save all lineups. Go to build two. So we're combining them all together. That's what I'm trying to do. Here. Save all lineups.
0: Can we say, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know. I think there's a limit on how many lineups I can save. <laughs> save all lineups. Yeah, I don't know why it's only saving a bu- Are, am I Am I getting duplicates in here? Is that why? I have no idea what's going on. Because <laughs> I typically don't save this many lineups like this. 314. Okay, just, we'll just, just put whatever shows up in here that shows up.
1: 414.
0: because now it's going to start getting slow. Save all lineups, 514. I don't know why I was only saving a couple here. Maybe we do duplicates. Okay. Okay. So now now that all these lineups are saved and all the different configurations, right? Let's go to the save lineup
1: section, which is going to take forever because I have 614 lineups in there.
0: it's kind of it's kind of breaking i do you know i don't think you're supposed to save that many okay so here we go so we go to the quarterback we have all these different we have all these different types of lineups right and we have the ownership projections next to them so let's say you know we look at the daniel jones lineups and it's like well we don't want to we don't want to play the chalkiest ones right so we take a look we do we kind of do the same thing that we did before like 135 we in theory, you shouldn't play a lineup that is higher projected, that's, low, that's That's higher owned, that's lower projected. So when we get rid of the ones that are lower than it, right? Do that little exercise. Well, 149, 143. Here's a 143 lineup. Not that much different than that. Right, here's a 135. We're probably not gonna play a lineup, that that's chalky. 135, can we beat 135? As we go down. As we go down. We're just getting rid of these lineups. One thirty, okay. We got a one thirty. I mean, these 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 lineups are fairly jockey as it is. <coughs> Probably can get a little bit more different in larger field GPPs, but these lineups these lineups would be fine in smaller field contests. 130, 132, thirty-two, one
1: forty-six
0: we find anything 130 or below?
1: Let's see. 127.
0: Just looking to get rid of a bunch. Right? 130, 140. Now we've got rid of these. Probably should have done it with a quarterback that we have less lineups from.
1: 30 to 134. Well, let's just let's take that 130 lineup. Unsave all lineups below. Right. Take that. Okay.
0: So let's say we want to compare lineups to one another, right? So here you go. Here's a Daniel Jones lineup with at 130. So now we're just looking for other lineups in like 152-130 range. Okay? Did I get rid of everything? Apparently, I got rid of all my save lineups. Now it's only a twenty-three. I don't know what the hell's going on. Why did I get rid of all those? So we're looking. We're looking for like we. Where, where is that lineup that we just said? Like if we're playing a Daniel Jones lineup, that's one right here. That's one fifty-two at one thirty. We probably shouldn't be playing any lineups from the other quarterbacks. That projected, well, none of them projected 152. That per, that are 130% owned in total. That have that less of a projection. Like we wouldn't mind 120, 110, 100. But if we're gonna play Daniel Jones lineups that are gonna be 130% cumulatively cumulatively owned, probably not gonna play lineups from the other quarterbacks. So we take a look here, like at our two plus ones, but basically anything. Anything one low 130 or below, like is, is is no good. Right? So we look here. Like 130, 147. So this is a Jacoby Brissett lineup that's also at 130, but it projects for five points lower. So basically you'd want to find a Jacoby Brissett lineup that does project lower, but also is much more lower owned than 130%. So in this build that we built here, I mean, because my save lineup section is forked, do we have any? So looking down here, let's look at the bottom in ownership. 148 at 122, right? So at least it's lower. <clears throat> so you'd be looking at something more in this range. Because if you're going to give up this projection, you want to get less ownership with it. So if you go to the Joe Burrow lineups, anything at 130 is not going to be good enough because you're sacrificing five points of projection from those Daniel Jones lineups. So I'm going to sort it by ownership and go down and see what's at the bottom. 118 at 147. So you basically, you're sacrificing like four and a half points of projection for 12 ownership percentage points, which probably isn't, isn't that great, but at least it's lower. So this would be the type of lineup that you're comparing to the Daniel Jones line. Okay? What, uh, what projection should you have for 100% ownership? Maybe it's 142. Who knows? So that's those are the types of lines that you're comparing to one another. You're not looking to play all your lineups at 130% owned and they have all different projections. Like you want to make sure that for every proje- projection point that you're giving up, that you're giving up ownership in addition. How much? I don't know. That depends slate to slate. And you're going to have to guess on that amount. You have to judge it for yourself. But you don't have to know the concept of you should not be giving up projected points without also giving up projected ownership. That, that That's the main concept that you need to get. So that's why when you build all these types of lineups and you go, well, what's better, a three plus one or a two plus one or a two plus, like those answers, those questions can't be answered. It depends on the exact lineup, right? Maybe there's a two plus one that fits that bill that there's no three plus ones that do for a certain team, but there's a single stack Trey Lance plus Debo Samuel and a bunch of one-offs that may be fine. And that may that lineup may be equal to a three plus one of Jacoby Brissett, right? So like, which one is it? There's no answer to it. You have to just build lineups and see with the projection and the ownership which which lineups are all about. And they typically, they're all about the same. Once you get to that, that right range, you end up, you could build thousands of lineups that are all probably the same expected value with different quarterbacks and different running backs and different other things. It's like, well, which ones do you play? It's like, close your eyes and play 100 of them. Play what, how many lineups are you playing tomorrow? Uh, 50 okay then close your eyes and play 50 but what happens if they're all the same quarterback well technically they're have to have all the same expected values you can do that but if if you have 500 5,000 lineups to choose from and you're playing 50 and they're and all 5,000 are equal why wouldn't you want to be diversified right so you play five of each quarterback I mean if if there's enough of those lineups most likely you're going to, out of those 5,000 lineups, 2,500 of them may be the Cowboys Giants game, right? So if you, if you want to play, oh, I, what I want to play, uh, I want to play a, a whatever. I want to play a, a Derek Carr line. Out of those 5,000, there may only be six Derek Carr lineups to begin with out of those 5,000. So how many of them can you play, right? So that, that's what I mean. But they're all they're technically all equal to each other. So really, from a long run, if we played this out a million times, It wouldn't matter which 50 you chose. Okay, let's see, go through the YouTube chat before we get out of here. Smooth Jimmy Apollo, assuming that if you wanna see if you could build around a leverage piece, AJ Brown to Henry, for example, You just lock them in and then run the same process. Yeah, that's a a way to research it, yes. Run Henry lineups and then run Brown lineups without Henry in the player pool and see the differences. See what Henry lineups from an ownership and projection standpoint equal lineups with Brown in it, right? And obviously you're going to be giving up ownership. So what's that gap? How many projection points are you giving up for doing that leverage piece? How much is that leverage worth? If you see that you could build A.J. Brown lineups that project without Henry, that project only like a point and a half difference, go for it. I mean, that seems like why not give up a point and a half but to not have Henry? Because obviously if Henry is going to be 22, 24 percent owned, not having Henry drops your ownership. So you may be you may be giving up a point and a half projection, gaining 15, 20 percentage points in ownership. And OK, there you go. There you go. How do you know, how do you know that that's the case? We'll run the lineups and see. Ruben, so Blender, once you see the types of primary stack lineups, you throw the secondary stacks and third stacks and run the lineups again, yes. Right, so you can see what secondary stacks. Now, obviously, secondary stacks are gonna be very similar to the primary stacks, like the Giants-Cowboys game. When there are more pieces in the game that project well, once you say, I want guys from the same game together, They're going to be the ones that be plugged in together. You're going to be, it's going to be less likely you're going to get chargers because the Browns players don't project that well. So in a secondary stacking go, I want two sides of a game. Well, it's probably not going to be chargers Browns, right? So you're probably going to be jamming in other things. So if you, if you want to do that. So when, when you do this and you do the secondary stack, there may be some lineups that uh, like the lineups that don't project all that well from a primary stack perspective. Maybe you need, you, you'd you rather have one-off so you get as much projection in those versus the, like the, the Giants-Cowboys lineups. I'm much more likely to have secondary stacks. Why? Because it already projects well from a primary stack perspective. So I don't mind putting in max correlation because I don't need to prioritize projection. I need to prioritize ownership, right? In those types of lineups. But in the lower lineups, like those Trey Lance lineups, most likely you're not going to be playing secondary stacks in those lineups because those lineups already project low in comparison to other lineups. So once you add the correlation, you're now forcing the, the optimizer to play two sides of a game, even if they're not projected well together, you'd rather have the two one-offs because in those lineups, they already project low. So you kind of want to raise the projection in those, in those types of lineups, Again, the the Cowboys giants lineup, they already project well, like the Jacoby percent lineups. Most likely you're going to have secondary correlations in it. The crappier the Herbert lineups are, more likely not to. And but you'd be able to see that. I mean, I'm saying this because I've done this eight million times, and I understand the concepts of how it's going to show up mathematically. But you could run it and see perfectly. Go through this entire process. Uh, Michael Dompier, for a large field contest like the slant, if you have lineups with Brady, are you okay using two main wide receivers with him in the stack? Or is there too much cannibalization for that of a large field just do the process that i'm doing right i mean see see do brady and godwin and brown do the two plus one. just just run the lineups right a lot of people ask these questions i i, I do shows like before lock and i go can you play this and this can you play that like all the answers are in front of you okay how would I know this? Well, because I run the lineups. That's, that's all you need to do. It's not complicated. What I just showed you is not complicated. Did, did anything look complicated at all? Did you have to look and see all the settings? No, they just <laughs> set up a stack and run the lineups, right? And then cap the quarterbacks just so you get a bunch of them so you see which ones show up. Or you could obviously X people out. You just go, okay, I already got all the Daniel Jones and Dak Pro- I get it. I get, I get it. that game projects well and just x them out and see what comes up next. right? And just see what coming. How would I have ever known Mac Jones lineups actually do project well. But just running just running it. that's that's it. Well, can you play this guy and this guy together? Well, did how, now I'm only building a hundred for the sake of time, but build three hundred. Build all these Brady lineups as as three plus ones and and see what they. Do you do you get evidence? Do you get these combinations with two wide receivers that project well enough for their ownership in three hundred lineups? If you only get two of them, that's probably probably not going to find many of them, right? But if you get a healthy bunch of them, then it's then it's okay. You you've answered the question. You don't have to ask me. Just run the lineups and see. Oh, let's see. do do. DJ and Dog3K, just wanted to hop on and say thank you for the great content between this and the theory of DFS podcast. My game is eventually proved. Well, you're welcome. You're welcome. Ruben asked how to die aggregate. I just uh, rewind. I did it in the very beginning. You go to the upload, download projection screen. You can upload whatever projection sets you want. And you can go to this wait section here. And wait, whatever projections you have loaded in here. In whatever percentage points you want, right? And then it comes up as a source, right? Blitz iron IQ projections, right?
1: You could do that. This
0: is how you use the tools to do research. So when, when I say do research, this is research. Going in and looking at the passing rates of teams, is not, it's already in the numbers. That's what the numbers are for. We have the projections. We have the ownership. It's just a matter of what what's your number. If you don't agree with the number, change the number. That I'm, I'm perfectly fine with that. And you're like, oh, well, I don't, I don't, I, I think, I think Mac Jones should be projected for 16. So then, then, then change it to 16, and then do the same process. The exact numbers don't even matter. The process matters. Once you get, but once you get to these numbers, I well, I think Trey Lance is going to be more than 15. percent I think you go to the running back position. You go okay. Let's sort by ownership go i think derrick henry is going to be 30 percent then so put in 30 and then do the same thing right you don't have to trust you don't have to trust the the numbers of like the oh i don't i i disagree with certain guys in the gridiron iq well then change it but once you agree on a number then you're done then you're done thinking about football then you just run the lineups and see what shows up what better combinations that show up better than others that's it you're done that's dfs but this is playing dfs just doing it the manual way. You could simulate all. You could simulate this entire process if you want. Uh, but uh, if you try to do that, uh, you better make sure you you do it well. Because <laughs> I've tried to do it before, and it doesn't work out if you're not good at it, <laughs> right? Stuff comes out, and you go, "This doesn't make any sense. I must, I must be screwing up, right?" Because I'm just, not, I'm just not, I'm not as gifted of a programmer that I, I put, I'll, I'll put stuff together like this and see, like, you know, well, why am I getting 78% Austin Eckler for no, like, why? Like well, because of that. It's just some some punctuation is off. Something is a some name validation, right? You get. I mean, it's especially when you're like stuff getting stuff from different sources. Some junior has a period at the end. This one doesn't, and then it breaks everything. And then you're writing. By the time by the time you figure out what what's wrong, you've already gone through like seventeen things, and you forgot the sixteen things you did prior to that. And then you run the thing, and nothing works anymore. So like that. that that's my life trying to do that all like myself uh, from, from a simulation perspective. So I'm much more likely to do it like the manual way, which is, which is what I'm showing. you. It's kind of the manual, the more every man's way of doing it. And you're most likely going to be directionally accurate. This is the way that I've been doing it for six years. So, and I'm profitable, right? I've made tons of money. So, so there, this is, this is research. This is, this is what, and this is what you could be doing Sunday morning right? Because these projections, we're going to have some news today and, you know, adjustments and ownership adjustments or whatever. You could, you could literally just wake up Sunday morning and do this, right? All the work is done for you. Just sign up for Roto Grinders Premium. Sign up for Premium, you get the projections, you get the ownership, you get everything, get all the content here for one price. Click on the link in the description, get $10 off your first month. And a a, a lot of the the, the concepts that, that I'm talking about are in in my my course right the theory of daily fantasy sports how to think like a professional dfs player it's a 15 hour audio masterclass. you can probably watch all of these dfs pregame shows i've done i've done hundreds and hundreds of them you probably get pretty much everything that's out of here but do you want to spend 500 hours going through no you get it all in one pot all in your pocket all together as it applies to any sport so it's not just nfl right? Game objectives, player selection, expected value, leverage, correlation, construction, risk management, exploits, and psychology, everything that you'll need to play like a, like a, play like a pro, right? When this is this is how pros play. They, they're not sitting there watching all the games and stuff. They're not. Just how, how do we put the numbers together better than other people that typically aren't putting the numbers together? They're going, I like Trey Lance. I'm going to stack this game. And not realizing that the ownership is too high for the projection, that that doesn't mean they can't get there. Sure, just that it's uh, it's less valuable than other lineups. And when you play the Mac Jones lineup or the Jacoby Brissett lineup, and you win, people go, "You're a donkey! You're a donkey! I can't believe you played Jacoby Brissett and you won the millie!" Right? Which I don't play, but you won the slant or something. And they go, those people don't realize that if they actually, if they actually." did their own projections or at least, you know, got projections from somewhere and actually ran the lineups. Th- those lineups are way better than the translate Trey Lance lineups that you played, that the other guy played or other, other people that they, Oh, I played Nick Chubb and Austin Eckler. And it's like, yeah, your lineup projected for 12 points less than mine. Yeah. But you played Jacoby Brissett at, 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 the, at the quarterback's line. So who cares? We're talking about lineups, people, not players. It's all about lineups. So if you want to do all that, you want to think in the right way, theoryofdfs.com pick that up there and uh give me some thummy thumbs on your way out the door Thummy thumbs i'll be back on later today we're recording the uh the advanced sports analytics show and that should be posted on the channel uh probably around three three four something something sometime this afternoon and we got tons of content coming up for nfl week five got a bunch of shows uh tomorrow uh later today uh obviously Sunday morning. So subscribe to the channel, uh, download the RG app if you want to listen, if you just like listening to the shows, right? You can, you can do that there when they're live. And uh, and I'll, I'll, be, uh, I'll be back on Monday and we'll review what happened over the weekend because that's what I do here, right? Helping you out, reviewing slates, answering your DFS strategy questions here on the DFS pregame show on rotogrinders.com.